Hello and welcome to the Spell Session with Sage episode 47. It's just me and you today, baby. And I am very excited to be doing a solo episode because I haven't done one in a very long time. And I really enjoy doing these episodes. It's I call it a let's catch up episode where I kind of just like pretend that you're my friend and we're just catching up and we're just chilling, talking and it's one of my favorite episodes to create. It's also one of my favorite episodes to listen to. Not my own podcast, obviously. It's a little bit weird if I listen to my own podcast. But like other podcasts that I listen to, I really enjoy listening to when it's just them without any guests. But don't get me wrong. I also love having my guests on, especially recently. I think I've had such amazing conversations on my podcast, which I'm so glad about. I missed last week's episode. I had Vinesh Nagarni on uh, Vinnie Sharp. I had the amazing ladies from Sugared. I had my friend Katrina like which was so funny that episode so it's been a, such an amazing list of guests that i've had on and i have some really good ideas of who i want to bring on next but of course my dms are always open so if you have any ideas or if you want to listen to anybody specific on the show please please dm me send me a message i would love to hear your suggestions and bring different people onto the show i think the best thing about this podcast has really helped me to talk to different people from all walks of life and hear such amazing inspiring stories and reconnect with so many people that i haven't talked to in years so doing this podcast and talking to different people also helps me in so many different ways i always you know i've talked about this before where like before i record with the guests i always get so much like so many jitters but then afterwards i always feel so good about the conversation that i'll be sharing with you listening so that is it for this rambly intro. Let's get into the episode. So as you see from the title, Cinderella's Broken Shoe. I really could not think of a better name for this because I was wearing a blue satin dress and uh, I broke my shoes. So I have a very interesting story time to tell you about this day. So let's go back to friday um the public holiday happy easter to everyone that is celebrating and i hope that the rest of you who weren't celebrating you enjoyed your long weekend a restful weekend it's been a really weird weekend for me but let me just get into it okay so channeling back to friday it is the 2nd of april and i text one of my really good friends and i was like hey i want to do something fun i want to do something crazy i just want to go dress up and feel good about myself you know it's been a really long hard week and i really really want to just go out and dress up so she was like yes bitch i'm down let's go and we gather some of our friends and we go to this amazing cafe fernay uh it's this bar near mbs it's got a great view actually we were supposed to go to c'est v so i'm sure many of you know or you see on my instagram i go to c'est v like all the time because they have this deal which i honestly feel like i've made them so much money it's bottomless prosecco at 38 dollars, and it's so worth it because you not only just pay for the free flow of prosecco you're paying for the view and the vibes and everything and guess what they just increased it to 68 dollars plus plus so say la vie, if you're listening which you aren't i'm very very upset <laughs> and my friends and family are all very upset because we literally go there all the time and i've brought so many people then i've introduced so many people to their deal but anyway, so we had to change our plans last minute, but we found this beautiful bar near MBS. Okay, so I was like, okay, I'm going to dress up. And I wasn't even going to like dress up, dress up. Okay, my friend convinced me to wear this sexy blue dress. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I was going to wear a romper. I was going to wear wedges, but she was like, no, bitch, we're going to go dress the hell up. And I was like, all right, all right, cool. Okay, <laughs> so I wear this beautiful dress, which is from Mondi.co. Um, you can check out my Instagram. It's at 
Sejal XX, hehe, <laughs> it's a shameless plug. So anyway, I wear this dress and I'm like, shit, I don't have a pair of heels to go with it. I check my closet, I don't have a pair of black strappy heels, I know, which is really weird because it's the most basic shoe to exist, but I don't have it. So I'm like, shit, okay, I need to go buy a pair of shoes, but I had no time, like, which I'm gonna get into, I've literally had no time to do anything. But so I've had no time and I was like, all right, you know, I have to just make do. So what do I do? I raid my mom's closet as one does. And I see a shoe closet and I see a pair of black strappy heels and I'm like, perfect. We're the same size. Good to go. Love it. So I wear the heels. It was quite high and I was like, all right, cool. Just get it for the gram and then <laughs> walk out. Uh, little did I know that would literally last like two minutes. So I get in the cab and I get out of the cab. I meet my friend. And I'm walking and suddenly I trip over something. And I'm like, wait, what? What did I trip over? And in my head, I was like, no, please, please, no, don't tell me. It's my shoe. And it is my shoe. The entire sole of my shoe came off. And I was mortified. I could see two guys staring from the corner. I could see the waiters and waitresses staring. And I was just like, you know what? It's just a weird day and I could either one, panic or two, laugh about it. So I decided to laugh about it and I had to walk from the, you know, where you check into the restaurant. Like I had to walk from where you check into the bar to our table, which just so happened to be a long walk in one extremely high heel and one barefoot carrying my broken shoe in one hand with gorgeous men sitting all around me looking at me as the mess I was walking in with a huge smile plastered on my face because you know you just smile and nod you don't accept the shame and you just take it with your stride and I did that and I walked all the way to my table holding in my laughter with my friend it was mortifying but it was also hilarious so okay we sit down and all these gorgeous men are looking at me and I'm just like yep Feast your eyes, buddy. This is a girl with a broken shoe. So anyway, I continued the night on. I continued the day, rather, because it was sundowners. So we started drinking at like 4 o'clock. So then I was like, okay, I need to be a little innovative. The bar doesn't have scotch tape. The bar doesn't have glue. So what do I do? I was like, you know what? Maybe a rubber band will fix it. I literally used my hair tie to tie the sole and the shoe together and it worked for like a little bit i was like you know what this will at least get me through the like one two hours before i could get a new pair of shoes and i don't have to like walk around with one literally one shoe sis is not trying to be cinderella up in here okay so i was like okay cool and it worked i was so i was like who am i like a fashion designer like a shoe designer i literally made it work with a rubber band and Okay, fine. We continued drinking. I was having a great time with my friends. And we're like, you know what? We need to get some bomb-ass pics because all of us look amazing. I was like, bitch, my shoe. How the hell am I going to walk from here to the view to get this picture? So I was like, all right, all right, all right. Now I fixed the rubber band on. I walked very, very slowly. And I was like, you know what? This is going great, guys. My shoe is fixed. I'm a happy woman. I got some bomb-ass photos. Wonderful. Guess what happened? My other shoe broke just as i finished taking the pictures it's as if like the universe was just like you know what bitch i'm gonna let you take your hot instagram photo and then i'm gonna make your other shoe break just to add some spice in your life and i'm like why why like literally why at this point we were so we were all like drunk and it was so funny i was like you know what screw this shit 
I tore the entire sole of both of the shoes and tried to walk off them, walk in them and like lower heels. Uh, needless to say, that did not work. So I pretty much resigned from the shoes. I walked barefoot. We left the bar. I was barefoot. It was raining. My hair was up in a bun and I proudly walked with my mask on and with my shoes in my hand. And um, that is basically the cover photo of this podcast. It's me tipsy with my shoes in my hand <laughs> because my shoes broke and then the day gets even crazier it's raining so we get into a cab and i'm barefoot still and then we go to mbs to go to charles and keys to get the first pair of black strappy heels i can find and i'm fully barefoot in mbs fully barefoot and like at this point all i could think of is like you know what you can own it or you can be embarrassed. And I decided to own it, sis. And it was the best decision I made. Because it turned out to be a really funny story. And, you know, in situations like this, you can really either, like, start crying and panic. And don't get me wrong. I don't know what it was, but I didn't panic at all. But most of the time, I would resort to panicking and, like, stressing out. But for some reason, I was like, you know what? Shit happens. And it's up to me to make it positive. So, yeah, I turned my really shitty shoe situation into me getting a new pair of heels. Finally, much needed. And threw away those old pair of shoes, um, which were not even that old. I don't even know why they broke. But yeah, that was my miserable Cinderella story. And I think it's hilarious. I don't know. I hope you got a kick out of it because it was really funny in the moment. I have some videos that I think I'll be uploading onto my Instagram, which is at the spill sesh with Sage. Please follow it keep updated with the story times the photos the content and you will see the mess that i was on the first oh wait the second of april so also for this episode i really wanted to get into some of my favorite things that i have been consuming i've been watching i've been listening to and the first thing i must must shed light on is this podcast that i have been binging and i've literally caught up already i think i have like one more episode to catch up with and i started from the beginning and i am obsessed with it it's called giggly squad giggly squad sorry it's called giggly squad if you've been listening to my podcast for a while you will know that i am Call her daddy's biggest fan. I am daddy gang. I love Sophia with an F too. There's no rivalry here. I love both these podcasts immensely. And honestly, these podcasts are the reasons that make me so open and with my sexuality and come to terms with a lot of things. And even though they're comedy podcasts, they've really, really helped me become very comfortable with who I am and talking about these things with my friends. So... I always, always recommend and advocate people to listen to these podcasts because first of all, they're hilarious and like they just put you in such a good mood. I'm literally laughing at work all the time. Um, and, you know, second of all, they just it's actually a really good message out there. So, you know, if you want some comedy, listen to those podcasts. But the podcast I want to talk to you about is Giggly Squad, like I mentioned. So I came across the, the hosts of the podcast on Call Her Daddy because Call Her Daddy had both of them as guests individually. So basically, there are these two girls, Hannah Burner and Paige DeCerbo. DeCerbo, I'm not very sure how to pronounce her name. They are two reality stars. I know, I know what you're thinking. I hope I didn't put you off right there. But they're on the show called Summer House, which I don't watch. But I just loved how hilarious they were on Call Her Daddy that I had to listen to this podcast that they had. Guys, they are so funny. You know, at work, I'm literally laughing to myself. And also, guess what? I'm telling you, this whole episode is full of mortifying stories. Okay, so guess what? 
I found out recently that at work, people can hear what I'm listening to. Like people can fully hear my podcast that I'm listening to. And it's so embarrassing. I thought that no one could hear, but apparently I listen to very loud music or whatever. And, and get this. Because every time I'm laughing to myself because this podcast is so funny and I thought I was so secretive about it. Nope, all my colleagues knew I was laughing at a podcast because they would hear me laugh and they could hear what was saying on the podcast. And now they keep making fun of me of it. It's really, really embarrassing. But they're just like, so what are you, what are you listening to now? Like, why, why are you laughing? And I just found this out on Thursday. Can you imagine? I've been working here for two and a half months and I had no idea that my podcast was heard by everyone. But really, it's lucky for them because it's great content. <laughs> but anyway... So Giggly Squad is basically like gossip, um, very, very lighthearted content, but sometimes serious notes as well, which I really like. And just like um, advice, listener advice, listener questions. I don't know. If you like Call Her Daddy Sophia with an F, this is a really, really good podcast to listen to as well. And I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really like the dynamic between these two best friends because... First of all, you can tell how much they love each other and how much their friendship is so solid. But this is the kind of friendship that I really, really enjoy listening to because they're so open. They're so candid about each other. Their humor is the same kind of humor that I have. And I don't know. It just feels like I'm talking to two best friends or rather I'm listening to two best friends talk to me. And I feel like I'm part of the conversation. So that's something I highly, highly recommend if you want to listen to. Listen to Giggly Squad on your way to work or on your way to school after listening to the spill sesh with sage of course and yeah it's a, such an entertaining podcast and i think recently they've been doing one because hannah got engaged and it's just so funny because she keeps complaining of how she has like nubby fingers and Paige has like really long model fingers i don't know the way they describe it is so funny and then they have this segment which is my favorite segment because i actually really really am into pop culture and I don't talk about it enough, but I actually keep up to date with a lot of things that's happening in pop culture. And I just like always like to talk about it. So she has a segment called Front Page News because the name is Paige. And uh, it's, oh my God, it's my favorite segment because I always know what she's talking about and I can't wait to hear what she's saying. And now that I finally caught up to like the, the more recent episodes, I'm like, oh, finally, we can talk about the same things. And one thing that she talked about was the Meghan Markle interview Oh my god, has anyone else watched it? Like, can we just talk about that for a sec? I know it's a little bit of old news, but has anyone else watched the Meghan Markle, Harry's... Oh my god, I was going to say Harry Styles. I'm so sorry. Prince Harry and and Miss Oprah Winfrey interview. It was insane. I mean, I fully believe Meghan Markle. I've always loved Meghan Markle. In fact, I'm a bigger fan of her than I am of like anyone else because I watch Suits. So... I've always loved and respected her and Loki had a huge crush on Prince Harry when I was like 14 and went to the UK and bought a postcard. Yeah, that's a whole story and um, was obsessed with him and thought I was going to marry him and become the Duke or Duchess or whatever it is. But, um, you know, I'm very happy to let Meghan Markle take my place. But anyway, so I watched um, the interview and she made very, very relevant points. And it's so sad. It's so sad. And it's so scary to think that, like, family can just stop talking to each other. I think that's the thing that, like, really, really hit me to see, like, Prince Harry and his brother, like, not talking. And there's so much family problems. And I don't know, it just makes me very sad. But, of course, there was so much more underlying issues that were going on, like, racism. And I I admire her. She is so brave to come out and tell the story because it's a lot of lot of guts because she knows the whole world is against her pretty much and um to come up with stories like this you know people might be like oh she's playing the race card or whatever but you know what shit happens and i'm so glad that she talked about it and i really really hope that 
you know she gets a really amazing future for her and a family and they just look like they're having such a like wholesome future i think they live in america now and uh you live in a house with chickens and stuff i don't even know i'm a little bit confused but uh she's very pregnant and i can't wait to see their beautiful baby and i don't know i just feel like i really really admired her even more after that interview and if you haven't watched it you really really should because she just had a lot to say and she was very eloquent in the way she said it but i will say one very unpopular opinion that i have and i will share with you is that i didn't like the way oprah interviewed this yes her memes were hilarious yes her facial reactions were hilarious but i didn't enjoy her interviewing i feel like she was interrupting megan and harry a lot of the time and i don't know like i feel like she had her own agenda so and i know i am insulting one of the best interviewers on this planet i know but if anyone else felt that way let me know if not it's completely fine maybe it's just a one off thing for me and i'm not saying i'm a pro interviewer as well i actually watch a lot of interviews so that i can improve on my interviewing skills and oprah winfrey of course is like one of the people i really look up to but i don't know i just felt like in this episode or in this like interview she could have done a lot better with like listening to what they have to say and not interrupting them too much But that was just like one of the pet peeves, like one of the little like irritating things I found about this episode. I keep saying episode about this interview, but yeah, very very interesting interview. Sorry, how do we even get to that? I was talking about Giggly Squad. So yes, listen to Giggly Squad. Follow the Instagram. Um, I thoroughly enjoy their podcast, and I really really think that if you listen to my podcast and if you like the podcast that I recommend, you will love this too. And I've gotten so many people to listen to Caller Daddy. So and a lot of people like. you know come back to me like oh my god this is amazing podcast so if you start listening to giggly squad as well please let me know because i wish to like chat with someone about it like it's a quite an underrated podcast so at least here in singapore so let me know if you're listening to it and i would love to share some insight with you okay next favorite i want to talk about is this new show that i've been binging and i've been recommending everybody and anybody and their mother to watch it because my mother is actually the one who recommended it to me and then my friend recommended it to me and i am obsessed it is called the bold type basically the best way to describe this show is the devil wears prada in a tv series without the very very scary editor what was her name i mean obviously i know meryl streep but what was the character's name miranda Miranda Priestly something like that I remember and um so they work there it's about these three women 26 year old women who work in a magazine in New York and uh it's kind of like Vogue but like a sex positive magazine and they just they're best friends and they talk about like friendship and career and love and everything but the amazing thing about this show is the fact that they touch on so many different topics without pushing it too hard down our throats like these are not spoilers but i just want to like bring up some of the issues that they talk about obviously you know gun rights they even talk about that and you know what the interesting thing about the show is they don't just shove it down your throat like okay don't own guns stuff like that like they really show both sides of the story which i mean okay for me obviously i'm totally against that but like i'm totally against owning guns and you know all of this that goes on in america and all a part of the world it's horrible but the way they tell the story in the show is so interesting it's very very interesting to see two sides of the story and there's so many other things that they touch on you know whether it is trigger warning but whether it is sexual abuse or whether it is you know just friendship problems and age differences career like your relationship with your boss workplace 
uh, and living situations figuring out your life in your 20s it's so realistic but also not and i think the best part about it is that it's not like everyone is so fashionable i don't know how they afford all these amazing clothes considering that they're 26 and they're like struggling for money and struggling to pay rent but i don't know they just they really sell the glamorous lifestyle of living in new york you know working for a magazine and i don't know like it's just such an amazing show i really really highly recommend it if you're looking for something to watch and something to binge and you know i really like each of the characters story obviously the main character her name is jane and i see a lot of myself in her with her very like neurotic personality traits her very like when she's stressed she cleans like literally that's what i do she makes to-do lists that's what i do and she's very ambitious but also you know she is a little bit naive which is one another thing that they actually talk about in one of the episodes which i really really loved was an episode about white privilege and they showed how um a character a white character didn't realize she had white privilege and you can really see the conversations that they have they're so good like i really really highly recommend the show not only to listen to these conversations that they're having but just because it's such a nice show to watch you know like i'm literally on season 3 end of season 3 i'm going to finish finish season 4 and now i want to be in new york with my best friends and work in a magazine although i literally work in pr and advertising and now suddenly i want to be a journalist again but yeah very very good show and there are two other uh, characters i really like Sutton Brady she is one of my favorites on the show for sure her journey is one of the most inspiring journeys i would say and she's so funny i don't know she's very like bubbly and funny and gorgeous and i really like her storyline arc on the show especially now on season 3 i still have a season more to go but you can see the progress and the development she's had in her character and her career and it's just very very nice to watch and of course cat the third best friend she is a full force of nature she's an amazing watch she's an amazing actress and she is a character that talks about sexuality and politics and change and i just think that they have tackled the show so well and i don't i it's just you know what i keep thinking like if you watch four more shots which is a hindi show kind of similar to this but more westernized obviously so yeah definitely one of my new favorite shows very very good show very just feel good show you know like and you know the funny thing is every time i watch the show i feel like i want to work harder at work i don't know why like i just see these three amazing women thriving and i'm like i want to be able to do that and you know what i will say i actually learned a two with a, a thing or two from like sutton there was an episode again not a spoiler just like a scene where she basically talks to her boss and it's like i can do this and i really think you should give this role to me i actually took a tip from that and i was like you know what i should be able to talk to my boss about it and like express my interest in other areas as well and i did and i felt so proud of myself and i wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for the show so yeah i know that they glamorize you know new york they glamorize work and careers a lot and honestly the one weird thing about it that is not realistic at all is how many breaks they take like it just doesn't make any sense like sis is working and grinding 24/7 i don't know how they have so much time to take a break but again it's a tv show but if you have watched the show or if you're going to start the show please let me know because i would love to talk to anyone about it i love discussing tv shows i talk a lot about it on my youtube as well uh like i do review tv shows but i didn't think this was much to review cuz like i don't know i just really really like the show that i didn't really have anything negative to say about it So I didn't want to do a full-on review, but I really wanted to come onto the podcast and just talk to you about it because 
if you just like these kind of girly fashion gossip girls slash devil wears Prada slash millennial hustle, you know, I don't know. It's just such an amazing show and I think you'll really enjoy it. Speaking of Netflix shows, um, I just got news that Mr. Duke of Hastings, Mr. Simon, is not going to be in Bridgerton anymore. How can they do that? Like, how can they do that? I'm so upset. They literally took out the most beautiful character, physically and emotionally, um, out of the show. And I don't know why. Apparently, there was a rumor I saw on TikTok that he's going to be the next James Bond I don't know. I'm a little bit confused because I'd rather see him as the Duke of Hastings than James Bond. Just me. I don't. I I love him in the time period clothing. I think he is absolutely gorgeous. The soft porn is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, like, so what they're saying is that, from what I understand, Daphne is still going to be in the show, obviously, because anyway, we all knew that Bridgerton. Like, there are eight books and there are eight siblings. So each season focuses on each sibling. So we knew that this season, or season two, would be focusing on Anthony and his love life. But I thought that Daphne and Simon would still have a little bit of their angle and their storyline. Although it's not the main storyline. But just like how Anthony had his side storyline and subplot in the show, I thought Daphne and Simon would have that too. But they don't. And I'm very, very disappointed. And I honestly don't know how they're going to do the show without him. If they find a replacement, I'm not going to be happy because I only want to see him. And I would pronounce his name, but I really can't. And I don't want to butcher his beautiful name on this podcast. So let's not do that. But what are your thoughts about him leaving the show? Please let me know. Do you think he's actually going to be the next James Bond? Do you think the show will be fine without him? Because I think it won't. Because I really think he carried that show on his back with Daphne and... I don't know, both of them were just such an amazing power couple and I'm very, 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 very sad that he's not going to be in it. And also in other Netflix news, can someone please tell me when Money Heist is coming out? I'm very confused. Like everyone is posting on social media, like the whole cast. And they keep saying like part 4, 3rd April. I'm like, isn't this part 5? And isn't part 5 supposed to come out like in April? And then all the captions are in Spanish and I don't know what they're saying. So please, someone, if anyone knows when Money Heist is coming out, I googled it now they're saying August, but I thought it's supposed to come out in April. I am confused and I just want to watch Tokyo Geek Ass. So if anybody can let me know and if anybody can read and understand Spanish, please someone tell me what is going on because sis needs to know another thing that's been happening on the internet as i'm sure many of you have been keeping up with or maybe you don't keep up with at all and maybe you just really don't care but i'm here to tell you anyway is the david dobrik scandal now this is a very very tricky situation because it really involved a lot of different people and very very serious crimes that were committed and I had so many opinions about it. Actually, I wanted to do a whole episode based on this and cancel culture. And I wanted to get people who have been invested in this, in this, what has been going on as much as I have. And, you know, want to get justice for these victims that have been attacked by Dom. And I wanted to talk about everything that's been going on, but it didn't happen. So I thought I would just give my two cents on it. So I actually have been watching a lot of videos on it. Maybe not in the past week, but the past two weeks that it's been going on, I've been frantically keeping up with it because it's just, I don't know, it just really, really like it affected me for some reason. I never watched David Dobrik very honestly. I don't know what his content is. And I just knew that he's a very, very big person in the social media landscape. And I also knew that 
or rather he was very he was painted to be a very generous and very kind person but one thing that i could tell from like snippets of videos i would see here and there is he was very loud and very aggressive with his stunts like he was very like jake paul energy but no one really compared him to jake paul for some reason like he always had like flaming guns and throwing people into pools and stuff and i was just like i hate watching that kind of content i hate watching prank content and like just teenage energy i really really don't enjoy it at all but i get this an audience for that okay whatever so i was never attracted to his content but a lot of my friends were like they're die hard friends of david dobrik obviously up until everything that went down so i first heard about it weeks ago and then i started really really doing my research about it and i watched a video by angelica olkis i don't know how is that how you pronounce her last name but she's a youtube drama channel and i watched a 30 minute video and then i watched smoky glow's video and then i watched all of frenemies podcast so frenemies is a podcast by ethan klein and trisha paytas and obviously if you know the story like trisha was very very victimized by jason and david and honestly i didn't even know the full story until i listened to all the podcasts and it is really really bad like what they did to her was really bad and i understand trisha is a little bit pro- i do give people the benefit of the doubt when it comes to speaking out about things like this i really don't like to hold people tied to their past because i do think that trisha is very on and off yes but for the most part i do believe her and i support her so and it's really really crazy to see how years ago she's been telling all of us that there is something very wrong with this whole friend group and now finally things are coming into light and just after keeping up with all of this i am just shocked at how quickly people who have this huge platform can have it taken away from them but what i'm even more shocked about is how fast this news died it was going on for about like 2 weeks and then well am i shocked again really i don't know but the news completely died no one's really talking about it anymore and no one knows like where dom is whether he fell off the face of the earth but he committed serious crimes and he needs to go to jail you know and like the david dobrik apology video to be very honest we are in no position to even judge whether the apology video was good or bad because we were not victims but the people who were victims whether it's seth whether it's hanna whether it's trisha they are the ones who should be accepting the apology video or not and deciding whether or not to forgive david or not so watching those videos i don't have much to say except that i think he really really messed up and yes i do think cancel culture is not great but at the same time it's you know creators like this who are abusing their platform and letting horrible things happen to innocent people they shouldn't have a platform and that's period like i don't have anything against this man or whatever but i don't know how he is as a person but hearing the allegations very very serious allegations and the problem is and the problem is that david dobrik was an accomplice to all of this because he was present he allowed the alcohol to be bought for minors he knew or didn't know what was going on i don't know but he still posted the video anyway and the minute hanna reached out he obviously knew that something was not right and something very very dark happened and no one came out about it so i don't know this whole thing just seems very very shady and it's crazy how fast the story got buried but i really from the bottom of my heart really hope that hanna and all the other victims they like they just got justice and dom is put in jail for the rest of his life i really hope so but yeah i just want to like 
put a PSA out there that like I know David Dobrik is liked by many and now the whole world's against him just take everything with a pinch of salt when it comes to like supporting your creators and supporting people that you love like it's one thing to be a fan but it's one thing to be like obsessed with them and really supporting them through all their mistakes so i think it's very important to like separate ourselves from this fandom and whatever like and realize that they're also human beings who are making very very grave mistakes and we need to hold them accountable and i'm glad that he is being held accountable and i'm glad that he made that apology video the second one at least because although i did say it's not for us to accept it is great to see a creator speak out and yeah although it isn't actually for us to accept um i still really did appreciate the sentiment and i think his second video was much better than his first but yes i actually really do have so many thoughts about this and scandals on youtube and now recently a james charles scandal happened again and i don't know what this kid is doing and why he's getting himself into so much trouble because i don't know this whole thing is just insane i watched his apology video today and you know david dobrik was the center of apology videos and now james charles is it's like what is going on with the internet like even shane dawson jeffrey star people are getting canceled left and right like why are these creators even having a platform in the first place i just i don't understand and all these crimes and all these things that have been said against them is actually very very serious so it's scary it's scary being in a world out there like this where you know you're in the public eye but at the same time like they have this responsibility and if they can't uphold it they shouldn't have that much power and i don't know that's that's my two cents on it i really think that they need to be deplatformed or there just need to be better creators in the space period like i'm sick and tired of all these drama channels and i'm sick and tired of all these like creators who are getting into scandals because to me it's not scandals to me it's like there are people who are personally victimized by this and they're going through shit right now and all the drama is focused on these big creators i may not be making sense but i'm just trying to put my thoughts into words and i think what i'm just trying to say is i really wish there were better creators out there and i really wish that we didn't have to see a drama video about this every other week about another creator getting into a scandal about you know texting underage kids or very very serious crimes that need to have people be put in jail and the sad thing is people don't get put in jail and you know this isn't this isn't even the first time things like this are happening i don't know whether you guys know this youtube channel years ago um it's not prank versus prank but it was this prank channel um this dude with black hair he would just go make out with girls all over like vegas beach and stuff like that and he would play pranks and he would like grab girls butts and stuff like that and i just like uh, i just don't understand how we even allowed any of this to happen but you know what we're growing as a community and i just hope that there is going to be change i hope that the girls get justice and i really hope there's better content being put out on youtube and i i am so sick of this honestly as someone who's an avid con- avid consumer of youtube i am sick of it you know i actually had so much more to talk about but i think i will end the episode here since we kept it quite lighthearted and the other topics i want to get into are a little bit more heavy i just thought it would be nice to have a little bit of a lighthearted episode i mean other than the whole david dobrik and james charles things but you know sometimes it's nice to just have an episode where you can listen to where you think like you're talking to a friend and i really needed that this week 
and I really enjoyed doing this episode talking to you and if I'm very very honest since we're at the end of the episode I didn't think I would be recording this episode at all it's been a very very hard week for me mentally physically I am a little bit ill right now and I don't have any energy which is why if I sound a little bit off in this episode I apologize I don't believe in putting out work I'm not proud of but I really do love being consistent with my podcast and if I were to miss an episode that would just I'll feel like shit so I really don't want to do that and if this episode wasn't the best episode that you've heard I apologize because I'm just not feeling very well honestly and I didn't even want to put on an episode but I thought let's just have something chill you know no guest just you and me and maybe next week I wouldn't do a guest as well because I actually had a lot more other things I wanted to talk about like heartbreak um burnout and friendship so maybe I'm going to save these for next week and I'll get some of you guys to send in your experiences as well on certain things and let's continue the conversation there a part two to this let's catch up and follow me at Sage Like Sex and this full session with Sage for more content I'm very glad that I managed to put this episode out because I think it's important to be consistent but it's also important to take care of yourself which is why I am taking the day off tomorrow I am going to be resting and recovering because I'm very very unwell right now and I just have a lot going on and I am really trying to handle it and pull it together but yeah that's another story for another day and right now I hope that you got something out of this podcast I hope that you just felt like you were gossiping with a friend or just like chatting with someone that you know and love and that's all I really wanted this episode to be so Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week hopefully much more preppier much happier and much more fit and we'll talk about a lot of other things next week as well I love you and have a great week ahead bye